Today's episode is brought to you by Catholic Match. Are you feeling called to marriage but struggling to meet others who are striving for sainthood? Well, my friends, there is a solution for you. Welcome to Catholic Match, the largest faith-focused dating app designed for single Catholics. Unlike other dating sites, Catholic Match primarily strives to help singles connect for the purpose of sacramental marriage through direct message, video chat, and more. And not only that, it also provides a place to make new friends in the faith because, let's be honest, these days it's harder than ever to cultivate intimate Catholic community. Create your Catholic love story. Visit catholicmatch.com slash good to create your free Catholic Match account and start meeting fellow-minded Catholics today. Welcome to Scripture Seeds, a time to get into God's Word together, to share what it is that He's placing on my heart in hopes that it inspires you to let Him speak to yours. I am no theologian, biblical expert, or historian. I'm simply here to share what it is that I'm hearing from the Lord in my own prayer time in hopes that it may move your heart in some way or even inspire you to do the same. So let's get started. Chapter 5, verses 1 through 8. While the crowd was pressing in on Jesus and listening to the word of God, he was standing by the lake of Gennesaret. He saw two boats there alongside the lake. The fishermen had disembarked and were washing their nets. Getting into one of the boats, the one belonging to Simon, he asked him to put out a short distance from the shore. Then he sat down and taught the crowds from the boat. After he had finished speaking, he said to Simon, Put out into deep water and lower your nets for a catch. Simon said in reply, Master, we have worked hard all night and have caught nothing, but at your command I will lower the nets. When they had done this, They caught a great number of fish, and their nets were tearing. They signaled to their partners in the other boat to come to help them. They came and filled both boats so that they were in danger of sinking. Oh, wow. The calling of the fishermen. One of just, I think, probably the most well-known one of them. And truly one that just is really near and dear to my own journey, my own encounter with scripture. I remember this being one of the ones when I read it for myself, just me and Jesus, you know, in the morning reading scripture and in my Bible, it just was jumping off the page and coming alive. It was like, I had heard it so many times, but I had never really heard it. How could that be? I mean, that's the mystery of the word of God. I mean, it's just so amazing how when we get closer to the Lord, um, there is new and never ending treasures for us in his word. Um, but yeah, wow. When I was reading it this time, when I came across this in Luke, there were quite a few things, uh, sticking out to me. Maybe some of these will, um, tug at your heart as well or stir your heart as well. The first thing that jumped out to me was he saw two boats there alongside the lake. Just the fact that God already sees you. 
he already notices you. All the things that make you tick, all the things that annoy you, all the things that you love, he knows all those things. He sees you. He sees you by the shore. And in this case, what were the fishermen doing when he sees them? It says that they were disembarking. Um, they had disembarked and were washing their nets. And we find out a little later um, that when Simon tells us, uh, we've been at this all night and we've been getting nothing. So basically, when he sees them or he sees them, they are giving up, essentially. Uh, for the day at least they are coming up empty and it seems no matter what they try they're still coming up empty and the Lord sees them wow <laughs> does this speak to anybody I mean I know it speaks to me and not only just in my own conversion process of like coming to know the Lord and realizing that he really is real and not only real, he is alive and at work in all of our lives constantly. Um, and in my own conversion story, I just got to see this so clearly how he's working um, and how he was working so much in my own life um, with anything that I would give him to draw me even closer to him. And I still see it now that when I, when I, I still, right, you know, we all have these layers and layers and layers of ourselves. We all want to keep trying without the Lord. And the Lord just sees us. <laughs> he sees us trying and he knows what it is that we need. Um, he knows the way, he knows the truth, he knows the, the life is him alone. And that no matter what we seek and no matter what we try, that's never going to change. Um, and so he sees them. He saw two boats there alongside the lake. The fishermen had disembarked and were washing their nets. Um, and then it says, getting into one of the boats, the one belonging to Simon, he asked him to put out a short distance from the shore. And... Man, I mean, at least for me, immediately, my, my heart just went to my own story. Um, when I, I guess the question is, do, are we even allowing the Lord into our boat? Is that something that we've even considered? Have we just kind of written God off or distanced ourselves from God, maybe even unconsciously? Um, we're not really allowing God into our hearts. We're not sharing with him the things that cause us to have fear and anxiety or struggle. Um, you know, maybe we go to church on Sunday, but the rest of the week, you know, we don't really talk to God. We don't give him our hearts. And what struck me is that Jesus gets into Simon's boat. That's the first step. And it takes me back to that moment, for those of you that have heard my story, when I was on the tee that morning, that was me letting the Lord into my boat. <laughs> you know, at the time, I had no idea I was praying just by thinking these things in my head. Like, is there meaning to life? What, what is my greater meaning? Why are we here? If this is all I'm going to do for the next 50 years, I'm going to be so bored. 
all these things in my head, that was a prayer. And I was, I was open. I was giving up my way. I was giving up my way of doing things constantly and allowing the Lord into that, which I wasn't even consciously thinking the Lord or God or religion, but I was cracking my heart open to something else, seeking answers because I can't find them myself. And isn't this so similar to what these fishermen are going through, right? I think this is how we're really meant to see this, that they are doing their day job, right? <laughs> They're doing their day job literally as fishermen, and they still feel like they're coming up empty. What are we doing wrong? We can't catch any fish. What is our purpose? What is it that we're really doing here? And the Lord then, I love this language, he asked him to put out a short distance from the shore. And so after Simon lets him into his boat, he opens his heart a little bit. Um, the Lord asked something of him. He asked him to put out a short distance from the shore. And I just love this. It even says short. It's a little yes. It's a little yes that he's asking of Simon. A little bit of faith. Is he going to listen to me? And this is so true. Again, that my mind went to my own story. This is, this is so true of us. He works with whatever little bit we're able to give him. He asks us and he waits to see what, what we're going to do if we want to respond. He invites us and he sets the next step forward in front of you. And Simon says yes. We know this because it says, then he sat down and taught the crowds from the boat. So from Simon's boat, he's speaking and teaching others. That's what he wants to do with us, guys. Will we let him into the boat? And will we let him speak, th speak through us to others? To act through us, to be his hands and feet on earth. That's what the Lord's asking of you and of me. And then it says, after he finished speaking, he said to Simon, put in out into deep water and lower your nets for a catch. He's asking Simon for a bigger yes. He's asking Simon for more faith, more trust. Now you're not just going out a little bit from the shore so that I can speak through you. Now I'm asking you to do something that maybe even doesn't make logical sense in your own brain <laughs> because you've already tried this a million times and got nothing. And I love just, I love Simon's relationship with Jesus because it's so similar to you and me so often. He says in reply, Master, we have worked hard all night and have caught nothing. How many times is that our response to the Lord? I don't really see a way, Lord, so no thanks. Or I don't understand how you're going to do this. And because of that, you know, I'm writing you off. Or I can do it myself. You know, maybe we're still back 
in the early, earlier in the scripture, we're, you know, throwing in the towel because we've tried a million times and we're not just, we're just coming up empty, coming up short of something deeper that we all long for. But then, but he says, but at your command, I will lower the nets. And this is what the Lord asked of us. Even no matter how hesitant of a yes it is, you can lower your nets. You can still say yes. And that's exactly what Simon does here. He says, we've worked hard all night. We've caught nothing, but at your command, I will lower the nets. And when they had done this, they caught a great number of fish and their nets were tearing. They signal to their partners in the other boat to come help them. And this is it. When we let the Lord lead us, he's going to bear fruit. How do we let the Lord lead us? We talk to him every day. We encounter him in the, in the word. We encounter him in the mass. We receive him as frequently as possible in the Eucharist. We receive his forgiveness and reconciliation healing in the sacrament of confession we spend time with him face to face literally in adoration it changes our hearts just by sitting there what a gift and then he even wants to go further than that he wants to work with us to bring about salvation of the world i mean how beautiful he wants to touch others through you if we'll let him and if we have the courage to to put out into the deep and lower your nets for a catch. And when they do this, even when it doesn't seem to make any sense, like, hey, Rachel, I want you to start a podcast. That makes zero sense, Lord. I don't know how to do a podcast. Know nothing about audio. Here I am. Actually, this episode, I have a new mic. No idea what I'm doing. <laughs> but this is what the Lord was asking of me, inviting me to. And yeah, sure, I could have said no, but I could also say yes and see the adventure, see everything that he wants to do in my life from this, hopefully, <laughs> prayerfully. And so as soon as we listen to the Lord, we let him in our boat, we give him little yeses, he's going to continue to grow. I like to call it my yes muscle. <laughs> But like that muscle, it's a muscle that he'll work and, and develop and bring you deeper and deeper until you're ready to put out into the deep with your nets for a catch. And I think he's still, I'm still in that process. I'm still very much like, Lord, we've done this all night and we've not caught anything, but sure, at your command, I'll try. <laughs> But it's better than nothing because look at the catch that they get. When they had done this, they caught a great number of fish and their nets were tearing. So much so that they have to bring others involved into it as well. And ah, I love that too, just like, because I think it speaks so much to at least for me in my, where I am right now in the world and everything. But like in ministry, it's like, if we're following him, he's going to grow it and then to the point where we can actually bring other people into it with us. It reminds me of my, that woman's group that we've started and how it's grown and how many lives it's touched and people inviting other people to the group because they're being fed from it. The Lord is providing 
and they want others to experience this too. They signaled to their partners in the other boat to come help them. They came and filled both boats and they were in danger of sinking. sinking. So, so much to the point that they can't even handle it. Oh, I love it. Okay, that is all we have this week. Um, I actually broke, I'm breaking this one up into two parts because, well, the second, the uh, next week will be the second half of this kind of reading the rest of um, like the passage on the calling of the fishermen. Um, but so much goodness here, guys. So much the Lord wants to speak into your heart here. So I just invite you to open up John. I mean, I'm, I keep saying John. What's up with that? <laughs> Luke 5 verses 1 through 8. I invite you just to spend some time with the Lord because there is a lot there and he wants to speak to your heart about it too. Before we wrap up this week's episode, I wanted to give a really quick, super exciting update. The To Grow Good shop is now open. You can go get To Grow Good swags. You can now get a little baseball cap that says To Grow Good with handwritten embroidery. Um, we also have hand-painted prayer journals and Bibles that are painted by yours truly. Um, and then Kate Skimera Art has so graciously donated beautiful Catholic art prints that you can display and hang in your, in your um, home. They are absolutely beautiful. Um, and so much more. There's To Grow Good stickers, bumper stickers, more. I cannot wait for you guys to go check out the shop. So go check it out. Let me know what you think. I'm so excited that it's currently open. This is just a huge step that I've been working on behind the scenes for, for a few months now. And there is, as always, so many amazing Holy Spirit God winks and moments that happened in opening the shop. And so I cannot wait to share kind of that whole story with you probably on next week's episode. I'm going to share just the whole thing so that it can be in one place. But if you go to togrowgood.com slash shop, you can find all the things that we were just talking about and grab a couple of to grow good pieces of swag or a hand painted prayer journal for yourself. Really the purpose of everything in the shop is to bring you and your heart closer to the Lord to cultivate those encounters that we talk about every week on this podcast. And so I'm so excited to get to um, just journey into this new chapter and new expansion of the show. And I hope you guys love what's in there. I can't wait to start receiving orders from you. Please know that everything that you purchase is going to directly support the show. Um, and every package that I'm going to be packing and shipping and creating is done with prayers specifically for the person that will be using this product or wearing this product. Um, and so I cannot wait just to enter into that with all of you. Um, so again, you can go to, to growgood.com slash shop to find everything we mentioned today. All right. That's all I have for you, friends. I will see you next week. Do you believe in the power of conversion stories? Has this show moved you in some way? Join the Branches of the Vine community of supporters. You will be making this show happen and you'll be helping it grow and expand into new avenues to reach even more souls. 
Visit togrowgood.com slash support to join for as little as $3 a month. This link is also a live link in today's episode description. If you just scroll down, you'll be able to click right there to join us. As a gift back to you, you will gain access to an underground bonus podcast. That's right, a collection of monthly episodes on a series of different topics that stir my heart, in addition to behind-the-scenes updates on where he's leading this ministry and more. You are the light of the world. Thank you so much for supporting me in this mission and stepping out on the water to wherever he calls me next. Let's see where this goes.